Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. I didn't know we were starting. Episode 88, Matt. If you keep it in the right order. Well, we just got to make sure this is episode 88. No matter what happens. Part 88 of The Trainwreck. We've made it this far. Yeah. That's awesome. Where we bring you to your ear holes what two knucklehead pastors in New Mexico are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. My name is Matt Hensley, and I'm the pastor of May Hill Baptist in May Hill, New Mexico, managing editor of Lifeway Pastors, second vice president of the Baptist Convention of New Mexico, and member of the Committee on Credentials for two days of my life, and that is all over now, and I'm joined by... I am Kyle Bierman, the pastor of First Baptist Church of Alamogordo, New Mexico, director of replanter development for the North American Mission Board, two-time member of the Committee on Committees for the Southern Baptist Convention, and... Executive board at... Um, That's right. Yeah, State Mission Board State for the Mission Baptist board, Convention yeah. of New Mexico. Wonderful. Um, and consumer of copious amounts of caffeine. Yes. In coffee. That we can purchase, That's due right. in large part, because of the generosity of yes. Southwestern Baptist Theological right. Seminary, a, a wonderful seminary that I am an alumnus from, or you an are. Al- alum. Which one is oh, it? I don't know. I'm not. It's not alumni. Uh, alumni but, is plural. That's that's true. Yeah. So I believe you, as as one, you are an alumnus. Okay. I believe. And uh, and this guy, of course, the bald guy next to me, uh, was not so fortunate to go to Southwestern. Uh, he he wishes every day that he had. And yet, I'm the only doctor on this podcast. Too soon. <laughs> on that note, we do want to commend Southwestern for their work at training up uh, young and old men and women. Uh, to go to the ends of the earth with the gospel. Absolutely. And uh, we're grateful for the leadership that Dr. Greenway has been bringing on board and continuing its rich historical legacy as being the crown jewel of Southern Baptist seminaries, uh, which is a fancy way of saying we the best. Okay. And the so if you want Southwest. some more information on the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, visit the swibits.edu, but minus, minus the, the, the. So, uh, Kyle, what are we talking about today? Well, well, as the resident doctor, today we are talking about... Doctor ho- visits. Hospital visits. Hospital visits. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hospital visits. And since I'm on my way to another one... Yes, you are. I have been in the, off- the hospital today more than I think I've been in the office since I have been pastor at Mayhill Baptist. That, that says a lot. <laughs> about a lot of things. So my office is uh, <laughs> at home most of the time. But but yeah, go ahead. Set okay. us up. Yeah, so so we're talking about hospital visits, which you already are said that. a key part of of your ministry. Um you will do if you're a normal pastor like us. Right. Yeah. When you get, if you're a good pastor, you will <laughs> if you love your people, you will be there well, when they're in the hospital. So so we've we've said, I mean, we kind of focus on church revitalization because yeah. that's where we live, right? That's where we are. That's uh, not a place. Most that's a, anyway. <laughs> Most of the time, church revitalization means you will have um, older church members, aging church members. Like Jonathan Howe. Um, he's not a church member, and oh. and he's like two years older. He's than got us, more so gray hair than both of us. Wow. Well, I almost ever. He at least has. Oh no, he doesn't have hair either, does he? No. He, he, Jonathan has the Focus. best haircut. <laughs> Focus. So, 
So like, as in, in an aging congregation or in a congregation with aging church members, uh, hospital visits will become a reality. Um, because I've been, the, the longer I've done this, the more I've realized that for um, older folks, particularly those in their 70s and 80s, um, their calendars, like, like in the way that ours will revolve around church activities, a lot of times their calendars revolve around doctor's appointments. Um, and, and they'll schedule, they'll have to schedule events in their life, activities around doctor's visits. So hospital visits become a thing, whether that's, you know, just uh, we, we've developed all kinds of outpatient activities, you know, outpatient surgeries for, you know, stuff like heart caths or uh, whatever that may be to prolonged um, hospital stays. Um, and then, of course, as, as you've kind of walked through uh, here recently, uh, the emergencies, right, mm-hmm. where you just get a call and, hey, so-and-so's in the emergency room. Uh, that happened to me a couple weeks ago. I was leaving Wednesday night, uh, as a matter of fact, getting, getting ready to uh, leave the church about 8 o'clock and, and head back home and, and got a call saying that we had not one but two church members who were in the, who'd been in the ER that day. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about... Um, kind of what you do when you go to make a hospital visit, uh, not an emergency, just, just kind of going and checking on, on somebody there. Yeah. Uh, but, but walk us through uh, what hospital ministry looks like when you're an hour or so away from the hospital. Exactly like yours, except I have to drive an hour yeah. to the hospital. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and, th- and I experienced that in Clayton. So when, when we were in Clayton, uh, most of our hospital visits that we made for the church uh, were in Amarillo, Texas, which was a two-hour Amarillo, drive. Yes, and and by afternoon and by evening. Yeah, and, and um, so so one of the difference though is yes, it is an hour, but we will often make those a family visit yeah. too, because it is for us. It's inconvenient um, to come down the the mountain, right. and, and of course it's never convenient yeah. to go to the hospital no matter what. But for us, it's another hour, and that's if. It's simple enough for them to be in Alamogordo. Right. There's very often where it might be, I've had to make them in Albuquerque. I've had to make them in um, El Paso. Uh, there's been some that have been in Lubbock. So yeah. we can go all over the place. And right. so we always, or aim to, at least more often than not, to turn them into family visits right. uh, where if it's a situation that they can go to, I love to take my kids yeah. uh, to those. And uh, if, if not, usually they go on to McDonald's and play for a while while I make the visits, and then we'll go and eat or go to the movie, something like that, to, to just make the most out of the trip. Now, the, you know, when, when we're there, and we'll talk about that in a minute, the, the situation that I'm walking with right now, this is going to air far after that. We had a uh, member found unresponsive in his car and rushed here and... It was just a tough situation all around. And uh, so I spent the entire night um, with him because it was very much up in the air whether or not he was going to make it. He was on life support and so forth. And uh, the the family didn't want to be there, so I just was going to stay there if anything needed to be updated because that's the other problem we have up there is how many people would even have cell service to get a call right. if something right. had happened. So I was able to kind of be that contact person and it was on the heels of a fantastic day. But those that know me know that my day starts at 2.30 a.m. Yep. So you lay down in bed, you tell Rebecca, this is the greatest day of ministry we've ever had, which actually came out of my mouth. And I doze off and then I get the call mm-hmm. that this is going on. So I, I was maybe asleep for about 20, 30 minutes, went up to the hospital and uh, finally got home for donuts with dad at uh, about 6.30 in the morning. Wow. 
and uh, we did donuts. And then my family's going out of town, so I wanted to spend time with them. But at the same time, I desperately need yeah. sleep. Yeah, because you've so, been up for, what, 26 straight hours yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and I have more uh, respect for nurses and doctors, yeah. man, because I was, I was describing to her what was going on. And she's like, oh, welcome to my life. And I was <laughs> like, well, yeah. You're used to it, <laughs> but, but anyway, so so we did that. I spent time with them, but that is the exception right. to the rule. We do not ever want to encourage you to say, "Hey, let me just spend the night in the hospital room." Right. Uh, right. There's there's just sometimes where, but needs... but in your case, I mean, you're you're an hour from from yeah. home, right? So it's not like, "Hey, I'm just going to run home, catch a few hours of sleep, and then I'll be back here." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so in in my case, I live five minutes from the hospital yeah. here. Um, you know, so an ER visit, I mean, it could run up, you know, okay, I'm going to check on you. Um, I've got some stuff to take care of with my family or whatever. I'll be back in two hours. Yeah. You know, if it's, you know, if it's a life or death situation that changes things a little bit, yeah. but if it's just a normal visit. Um, so let's do some practical stuff. Yeah. How, how long do you stay? So I'll typically stay. This is the normal. Right. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah usually 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and and that's in fact I've I've read that I think that was a suggestion by uh, Pastor Brian Croft um, in a book that he wrote as well that about about twenty minutes I mean you come in you know you you certainly want to visit with them you want to find out what's going on if if you don't already know or just you know get an update how they're feeling um, you know meet maybe whatever family they have in the room um, and and then you know typically we'll want to pray now I would say that doesn't always work out because in hospitals I mean there can be people in and out of the room constantly but but generally speaking 20 minutes because as you and i were talking kind of on the way over here um if there's nobody else around and if it's a lull that might be the only time that day that they've not had anybody in in their room and they might desperately be wanting just to catch a 15 minute nap so you know i I try not to linger i mean we certainly you know let them know we love them pray for them um and then then see my way out pretty quickly how about you and so very very similar for me um since it is a little farther uh i will you know, never really make the trip down here just to pop in for Without 15 minutes and go, and, oh, yeah. there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll take some opportunity, you know, when I'll come down here or especially El Paso that I'll just walk that, you know, that, that not aisle, um, hallway, hallway or yeah. whatever. And I'll pop in on a few people that I may not know and just say, you know, Hey, how are you doing? And just say hi and offer to pray with them, that kind of thing. Yeah. But with my people, I pop in about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, we'll pray for them. Uh, see if there's anything that they need. Um, if if I can get anything for them, which is usually a conversation with their family or somebody yep. that's been here before I come down because I might could stop by their house right. and let out a dog or bring a change of clothes, things like that, that, yep. that if I know beforehand, again, I'm not you know, driving two hours round trip to bring them, right. you know, their toothpaste, right. you know, something like that. And, so, and, and so that's just typical, you know, somebody's like not having surgery, something mm-hmm. like that. You know, sometimes if it's a surgery, I mean, you could be there a couple of hours. Um, you know, if it's an, if it's a life or death situation, yeah, you might be there eight, 10, yeah. 12, 20 hours, however, yeah. you know, however long. Um, and so all that's open to, to change depending on the situation. But yeah, typically, you know, if it's a, if it's just a visit and, and most of the time in a, in a hospital room, you're going to have that excuse to leave because oh, there yeah. will be a nurse or a doctor or even a family member or friend that comes in. And so that, that usually provides kind of the natural, okay, you know, I, I'm going to, you know, somebody walks in, okay, I'm going to go ahead and see myself out. You know, God bless you. And then, you know, yeah, yeah. check back on. I, and unless I am asked otherwise, 
I'm going to treat them the way I would want to be treated. Yeah. And that is get out of there as quick yeah. as possible in, <laughs> yeah. in some sense. And so, uh, but, but while you're there, uh, there's, there's a few things to keep in mind, yeah. you know, too. One is whatever their rules are for yeah. visitation, follow it. Don't be that guy that is either not washing his hands or whatever, right. because, you know, you, you just washed them, yeah. you know, after you ate or something, follow whatever they're asking ask check in with the nurses and the doctors because sometimes in this uh, happened to me at 3 a.m i said you know how are you doing tonight you know just to the nurse she said it's been a really tough day yeah. so i said can i pray for you and she's like sure yeah. so i got to pray with with the nurse i don't have anything else to do yeah. i mean you know i'm just kind of hanging out playing like, even the coffee angry was birds cold at that point, the coffee yeah. was terrible <laughs> it's awful uh yep. and uh but but so that's one thing follow whatever their rules are but when yeah. you're there as Kyle said, of course you're you're going to pray if if possible. It, yeah. it sometimes, if if they're in there, you know the doctor and everybody's in there. I'm not going to interrupt. Right. I'm going to get out of the right. way, and I usually back in the corner and I'll pray then, yeah. you know, silently by myself. But I'll, I'll tell you what you don't do. When is, you pray. is this from personal experience? This is personal. All experience. right. Oh, good. We're getting a testimony. I was. This is a testimony. Testify. Testify, Lord, about this time when I was about eight or nine. 10 years old. I think you know this story. But uh, I had a, the associate pastor at my church would take me to nursing homes uh, a couple of days a week and then hospital visits a couple of days a week. And then we'd started a Bible study together at an apartment complex. He poured into me and is the reason I am the great pastor that I am today. No, he's to blame. He is to blame. Yeah, no. Uh, But he did really stress the value, even knowing I was going into music ministry and to youth ministry at the time, he said, don't think that you don't need to have, you know, hospital visits and stuff because one, and don't think it just needs to be with your youth, you know, reach out to their parents, to their grandparents, go and visit them uh, because those are going to be your allies in, in ministry, yeah. love on them, put them first, that kind of thing. And, uh, but anyway, we would go. And so, you know, I've gone with them multiple times and he decides to let me pray uh, for one of the ladies. And, uh, and so I prayed heartfelt that it could ever be that you know dear lord you know thank you for kyle whatever you know whoever this was thank you for kyle and and i just pray that if uh that you'll heal them and and if it's not your your will that if they're going to die that it won't be very painful in jesus name i pray oh no (laughs) and so that was the first prayer i ever prayed in the hospital. And this person, here's this is the best part. This person wasn't even gravely ill. Like was just there for, you know, kind of a random procedure, no big deal. There was no risk. And I mean her eyes are like this big. I still remember that. We get in the elevator to go home and Ronnie said, So we need to talk about how we pray when we're in these rooms. And uh and so I was like, Why? You generally don't say oh if you're going to die, going to die. then I hope it's not painful. So yeah, don't do that. Oh, we know that much. I I have definitively not heard that story. You haven't. Before. I have not heard that oh. story before. That one would have been burned into my memory, like as as much as the hey, what happens if I pull this? <laughs> um, wow. So oh, so yeah. Keep your prayers, and and and, and also I will say this because you are uh, potentially <laughs> surrounded by doctors and nurses, that kind of thing. Um, that is a great opportunity to sow a little 
gospel seed in passing. Yeah, absolutely. Is that as you're praying? You know, God, I thank you for, for Kyle, his love for you, that you have saved him from death to, to life, that you have saved him from his yeah. sins, that he's turned. And so yeah. it's because, yes, you're praying for comfort for them, but you also are going to have people walking by that may hear some of that and may ask you some yeah. questions. Yeah. And uh, so anything and, else to add? Yeah. So particularly in, you know, sometimes in ministry, I mean, we, we get used to having stuff shared with us, right, as, um, as pastors. Yeah. Um, particularly in a hospital situation, um, just be aware of the HIPAA laws um, that unless you have permission to go back and share that with your church, you don't have permission to go back and share that with your church. Um, you can get, get into some decent trouble. Decent amount of trouble. More trouble um, than pretending to pull the exit yes, door. Yes, yes, you the... can actually go to jail. Um, yeah. So, so you know, just keep that in mind. And, and you know, so I've just kind of made it a practice of you know visiting and saying, hey, is it okay if we let the church know that you're here yeah. and just to be praying? Um, most of the time, they'll say yes, but sometimes we get a no. Um, and, and also, um, sometimes. I, I usually check with folks to find out if it's okay if I if, if there's any way possible if I have a phone number or something like that, um, you know I'll text and say hey is it okay if I come visit um, because sometimes they don't want any come you know depending on what's going on maybe they just don't want anybody to know um, in fact I've often walked in and and folks are surprised that I know that they're there yeah um, and, and so you know that's just kind of like we we talked about before with house visits you know yeah. letting folks know not just showing up unannounced hey is it okay if I if I come visit. And I know how exciting it is for uh, new kids to come into the world. Yeah. Keep that in mind, too, yeah. when wanting to go and visit yeah. a newborn, that kind of and deal. Because some, now, it, it all depends. Right. Some have no problem whatsoever, are excited, would love for you to be there the moment they give birth, or maybe even yep. there when they're giving birth. Yeah. I doubt that. But some I'm out. want I'm a out. little time. Yeah, I'm not. If, listen, if any of my church members are listening to this and you want me there when you're giving birth, it ain't happening. I will pray. That's it. Be right outside I'm not the gonna, room. I will be right outside, no. but I ain't going to be inside. No. Uh, but no, take, you, you might want to know before right. uh, they, they go into labor, that kind of deal. When, when would you like, when would be a good time yeah. for me to come by? And, and in, in some cases, because we had, we had a number of babies born last year. I mean, we had everything from, yes, please, you know, first day, yeah, we want you there, to um, we, we would prefer if you waited till we were out of the hospital. Yeah. Let us get home, yeah. kind of get stuff settled a little bit. And so, you know, you just want to respect um, folks' um, privacy. We want to respect their wishes. As pastors, we want a shepherd. We don't want to um, overbear yeah. at times. So, and so I think the final word of all of this: you want to uh, follow the rules for whatever the deal yes. is. Uh, you want to wash your hands, all of that good yep. stuff. You want to keep the visit short, unless yep. you're in a weird situation with you know maternity type stuff. You want to make sure that yep. you're not. Uh, being yeah. a idiot when and, it comes to that. And again, last thing, sometimes you're going to have to check your own comfort, right? Yeah. Because you might walk in and, you know, you got a lady on the, in the middle of a uh, of the potty chair. Yeah. And she's just fine, like, carrying on a conversation. Nope. And I, it's it's happened. You know, now now most of the time, you know, the nurse will say, hey, you know, no, it's a, come back in a minute. Okay, fine. Um, but there's been once or twice where they, they were, oh, no, come on in. It's, it's all nope. right. And. Um, so I'll be in okay. just a minute. I gotta go get some coffee. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So final word is is very simple: is don't be an idiot. Yeah. Um, don't you don't, know? Just don't pray for them to die peacefully. Yeah. yeah. Generally speaking. Gen- generally speaking, unless I mean, <laughs> that's imminent. I mean, I don't know. Just don't. 
but uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in to this episode sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. That's right. A uh, blending of both readability and accuracy uh, that is faithful and true. We both use it in our uh, sermons, in our personal uh, devotion times. What's your favorite edition that's out right now? My favorite, I'm still going to say my Spurgeon study yeah. Bible. You're such a the, the ancient faith is really good. But but Spurgeon Study Bible is my is my go to, love it. Yeah, I was taking a drink as you were. I thought it might be a little longer than that. I really like the He Reads Truth one. Yeah. I really do enjoy it. You haven't seen it. Though. I have not. Yeah. I don't. Have I'll it let yet. you look at mine. Uh, but uh, if you'd read my article on Lifeway Pastors, you would I know read all your about article. It. I'm so happy. But yeah, but they did not provide me with with one. They didn't. I, I, no, I didn't. You should I say. But I read Matt's article. Yeah, that's right. I should get a complimentary copy. There's this wonderful thing that you can do is visit Lifeway.com and order your own. That's true. The sitting sure. welfare, you know. The, M- Michelle's starting to get concerned about the number of CSBs that I have on my <laughs> yeah. shelf. Though. Well, you've got the CSB tattoo, but That's, so if you want more information about CSB, visit csbible.com. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, all over the place, and uh, visit us on Facebook under our name or on Twitter at nab underscore podcast. And uh, all that good stuff, visit notanotanotherbaptistpodcast.com. And then, Kyle, you know, the, that last one was rough. I know. I, uh, can you send I us out correctly this time? Until I'm next gonna time. I'm going to punch you in the gut when you do it. Ready? Go. <laughs> May your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Deuces. God bless you all. Have a great week. <laughs>